you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? We've got a bunch of fighters here that just, we, we've been underdogs the entire time. No one's ever wanted to, no one ever thought that we were going to win, so. Uh. Hey! Fancy punchy show. This is new. Yeah! Let's go! Hand that three, hand that three! One, two, three! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New Egypt Warrior Boys Soccer Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Warrior Soccer Pod. Uh, this week, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, instead of having an alumni come in and tell about some of their experiences, we're going to have two actual players from this season come in and talk and interview each other. Uh, here today, we have Lucas Sample, uh, who's going to be a sophomore next year with a freshman this year, and Anthony Serto, who is a, uh, one of our senior captains and is going to be attending Seton Hall. Uh, so thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thank you. Lucas and uh, Anthony are two of our most talkative players. Um, so, I'm pretty talking. <laughs> so yeah, two two fantastic kids, two fantastic players. You know, integral to our season. Uh, our, you know, the season this year. Uh, Anthony's a four year starter. Um, Lucas, you know, walked in this year and and became a starter in his his only year in high school so far. So, um, two kids that I think uh, you know have have left a great impression on the program so far, and um, I think are going to be really interesting to uh, see kind of what they've they've seen in Anthony's four years and, and Lucas's uh, Lucas's one year. I'm going to take a step back a little bit here and, and let these guys kind of talk a little bit and, and interview each other. So I think we, we agreed. Lucas, you're going to start right with the questioning and you're going to, yeah. all right. So far away, man. All right. So uh, my first question was, how do you think the high school program changed over your four years? Um, I would probably say that in my first year coming in, the, the trust in the program wasn't that great. And then as the four years kind of progressed, you saw that trust definitely like, strengthen and i think in turn like when i trust um when i trust like strengthen between all of us we definitely made further run into the state tournaments and like it just really shows you that like trust and loyalty and belief in what you're doing and belief in your coaches is like that's the foundation of success i think especially on the field in terms of any sport all right uh so my second question was what was your freshman year like um, my freshman year, in terms of comparing it to your freshman year, was definitely a little more stereotypical. I feel like you know we had we were the super tiny kids looking up on these towering figures. You know, I do have to find that picture of you, Anthony, the the one of you, Chase, I think, and Connor, and and, and Blomgren that blew me away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your freshman year. I'll put I'll put that up on the uh, on Instagram for, for all viewers. I mean, one person always comes to my mind is Zach because like you know he's six three and I'm little old me five seven. Haven't, haven't grown in years so it's just definitely more stereotypical you know me and you are more similar in height um but you know i mean we were pretty much doing the same things you were doing you know we were carrying all the equipment um but it really gave me a great intro to what high school soccer was going to be like even the bonds with kids that you think you never would talk to um you know i just it was definitely a great introduction to what was to come for the next three years it feels like it was yesterday i'm kind of sad that's all behind me now but it's a great it all made great memories to look back on. 
my next question was, what will you miss most about playing at New Egypt? Um, the thing I'll probably miss most is just the laughter. Um, I mean, high school soccer, the things you remember aren't necessarily, you know, the, just the typical game that you lose during the season or a typical game that you win. Um, you remember the moments in the locker room, and that's when you laugh the most. That's when you enjoy the most. Um, you, you, you know, you make friends with kids you never thought that you'd be talking to. Um, and definitely just the memories in the locker room, the memories, you know, dogpiling after Manville. Like, there's certain memories that stick with you, and I have a feeling that those will stick with me for a long, long time. Uh, uh, my fourth question is, uh, what year do you think you improved the most and why? Um, I actually, I could probably say two years for this one. I don't want to like dip your question here, but definitely I feel like tactically and understanding of the game, definitely my sophomore year was a pretty big improvement. Um, start to got more of a feel for, you know, how, how, how serious this really is to all the players. Um, especially around when the state tournament comes and that's like when the dedication, dedication really plays a factor. Um, but then in terms of my personal growth, the year I had the most, most improvement was definitely my junior year, actually, um, when I tore my hamstring. Um, you know, it, it's, it's tough to be out, but it definitely taught me to be, it taught me to be patient in, you know, recovery. But I think in turn, my senior year, because I was patient my junior year, I was definitely more patient on the ball, patient with my decision-making and a little more like efficient in you know, where the ball goes, what decision mm -hmm. to get next. Just to, just to interject there, I think it's really interesting you brought that up because if those are no, no um, away at Florence, Anthony had like a freak slip and then you know, he pulled up in his hamstring. We were like, all right, we'll be back in a week or two. And it, it turned out to be a much worse injury than we, we first expected. And he, and he kept badgering me and badgering me about getting back on. And we come back on for practice and start feeling it. And, you know, um, I think, you know, watching you kind of – you were frustrated and you were fighting to get back the entire time. But to kind of watch you have that realization of what it was going to take to come back and, and, and develop that patience, you know, I was watching it happen live. And that was really interesting to see. And then, I mean, we threw you back in the first round of states uh, at a position at midfield because it was just a need we had at that point. And you came in at, yeah, like I said, like uh, I think watching you become patient more of a, uh, a diverse player was really interesting from, from my perspective. I'm actually looking at the picture of, of me getting the yellow card right now. If you're on the bench, it hangs on my office. So. That was one of my bench games. <laughs> Definitely patience that taught me. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. So, even though the injury sucked, I think there was definitely a lot I learned from a situation like that. And I felt that it definitely improved on me as a player the following year and towards the end of the year. You know, I was able to, thank God, I was able to come back for that, for that final against Highland Park. I mean, I would have been devastated, but I don't think any of that would have came without, without just understanding patience. So my last question is, how do you, how did you, how did your friendship with the rest of your teammates impact the seasons and memories that you had? Uh, yeah. Um, so I think my, my friendships, like, you know, a lot of my core group of friends, we've been playing together since, since pretty much fifth grade. Um, so, you know, I, it hasn't really hit me yet. Um, but I think it will once we all start to go our separate ways. Um, but I mean, it's it's tough because you're giving up, and I'm sure you can kind of speak to it too. You've been playing with some kids that you played played with before we even came to high school. Um, so it definitely like the chemistry on the field. I think is kind of unrivaled. I think that there's a lot of the school. There's a lot of schools that can't really 
compete with the chemistry that we have because we have these friendships. You know, we're such a small community that, like I said before, you become friends with kids you never thought you'd become friends with. And even though you might not realize it, I think that that is definitely an impact that is seen on the field when you're playing, you know, you know, whether you're chest bumping someone after a goal, but you're chest bumping someone, you you know, a little freshman. You would never think that you would be, but that's kind of how my friendships and I think like you have a friendship with you got a unique friendship with every single person, whether it's a coach, it's a manager, it's a it's a teammate. I mean, you have a unique friendship, so I think you know high school soccer definitely allows like it allows for a great reflection of that friendship, but you don't even realize it. Awesome. And, and before we switch roles now and let Anthony uh, interview Lucas, you know, I've been moving ending every interview with the question of um, you know kind of along the lines of what we do with you know, during stage with our wake up the echoes, but you know, kind of want you to start thinking about it now. Like what advice would you give to that freshman walking in, uh, you know, little Anthony Serta, a little five foot, nothing to Anthony Serta walking in freshman year. Uh, you're a little taller than that, but what, what advice would you give them about making the most out of their, their high school career? Um, I would definitely say that, you know, your dedication, like it, it comes like it definitely, you should come in, you should always come in prepared because like, Mentally and physically, your fitness levels are going to be, you know, you're going to be ahead of the game of everyone else. Really, you should be at the same level as everyone else, but you're going to be more prepared than other teams. So I always recommend trying to come in fit, um, whether it's a couple weeks before getting a couple runs in or workouts. Um, You know, of course, you should be doing it all year long, but definitely the couple weeks before, try and push yourself. And then I'm telling you, during that preseason camp, you're going to you're going to feel ten times better than you know kids from other schools. and then I guess like the other advice I would have is just to you know not be afraid of what you're about to go up against. Um, you know you have to realize your potential. And I think if there's one thing that the high school level has shown me, it's that anyone can be good um, as long as you set your mind to it. So I would just say to never be afraid. And, and yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think you know you guys. I don't, I don't ever think. And it's something that I pull you back a little bit. I, I think your freshman year, your, your grade was very gung ho about going up against the big boys. I mean, your your fourteen year old yeah. kids coming in against sometimes you know eighteen year olds, you know, you know, full beards and they're driving. And you're like, I can go against them. You know, I think you guys really took on that challenge and, and, and embraced it. It's you know, it shows with the success you guys had. So, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna take a small break and we'll get back to it and then uh, we'll flip the rules. All right. All right, and now we're back, and we're going to flip the roles. Uh, we're going to have senior Anthony Serto, and now he's going to interview our, our freshman player, Lucas Sample. All right, take it away, Ed. All right, so what is the best piece of advice you received from another player this past year? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I don't even remember who told me this, but I remember someone telling me to make sure I, like, had fun and to, like, keep memories with this because before you know it, you, you'll be that senior. It was on senior night, so I, I think it might have been Alex. But he's not yeah, that's an Alex thing. <laughs> keep the memories, and because before you know it, you'll be you're you're you'll be the senior on senior night. Yeah, yeah, it's a sad truth, but uh, he's absolutely right. Just make it make the best out of every single thing that approaches you. Um, what would you say was the best part of your freshman year? Uh, probably either senior night or our first round of states because they both were like played on the football field which is like the first for me and they were both a big occasion so yeah, yeah. 
and, and hopefully that's the first of first of many. Yeah, have some more of those. Those are those are definitely fun games. There's a lot of people who come out to those. Yeah, we got kind of gypped with the rain, but yeah, but, yeah. but we got to. Do is the rain. I mean, yeah. You know. uh, based on this year, what goals do you have for yourself next year? Uh, I know. Well, now we'll be without Chase, so like that's like minus fifty goals. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping at least uh, like I can shoot for at least like 15, maybe 20. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I was. Yeah, definitely, definitely goal setting is you know I feel like that definitely increases your chance of success, whether it be scoring goals or slide tackles or shamrocks, whatever it may be. Shamrocks. I mean, overtake my shamrocks now. But, <laughs> You're an insane uh, about shamrocks. For those who don't know, shamrocks are we give uh, shamrocks are block shots. You know, put your body in front of the line of a shot and uh. Some guys took some serious pride in it. So there's, I think there's only two players at the end of the year without a uh, shamrock. Um, but I, I think one was chasing, but he made up for it with the, on the other end of the field. <laughs> but that's something we take pride in. So definitely something to set a goal for. Yeah. All right. Your question is a little bit more about the tactics and specifics of the field. Um, did you have any tactical suggestions that maybe you've seen somewhere else that were not implemented this past year that maybe you think could work next year? Um, attacking or yeah, I'm not really sure because I I feel like this was since it was my first year I I never really like thought about that. I don't know. Well, you're also you're you can be honest, seeing, even though I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you know what it is. I think you'll start to develop those those ideas more as you, you know. Now, this was your first year of seeing how like high school teams actually play. So I think that yeah. that, that hopefully you'll learn to. You know, kind of vision that and see what what adjustments you can make, whether it be mid game or pre game. Yeah, yeah, and you ha- and you have a voice. I know it's it's hard as a freshman to think that you do, but you know we're we're definitely more than willing to to listen to what you have to say, and 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 that is important. And I, I, you know, I think old school guys back in the day were like, "This is what we're doing. We're running this four four two, and we're not going to change it." And you're this now. Like, we're really looking for the player input. So you know, moving forward, definitely something to be thinking about. Like. You know, I'm not saying we're going to be like every single suggestion that comes through is, is how we're going to play, but we're going to hear people out. And, and the player's role, you guys see it live, and that becomes so much more important um, to hear that, that get that information and make those decisions. So definitely something to think about moving forward. And I think that kind of – if I just interject real quick too on my questions, um, it definitely brings up an important piece of advice too, and that would be I think to just be, be open to change and be vocal. You know, kind of like Carol said, everything is traditional. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, I think change change is good, and just a lot of people are resistant to it. Um, whether it be changing the lineup or changing our approach to a game or a specific player, um, definitely be open to it because it can work. Um, but if it's necessary, discussion breeds thought, and the more you discuss things, whether you get what you want or you find some kind of hybrid or that yeah. that, that discussion creates new ideas. Everyone's at least thinking about something. If you bring up a point, whether it's wrong or right, whether it's something that happens or not. It does it activates everyone else in the room that they're all thinking about something too. Yeah, and I think you know if you're a high school if you're a high school player and every every thought you have is one sided in regards to how we approach things, I think you know you're not really contributing to the team effort. So I would just say be open to everything um, from anyone too, because there's different perspectives. And that was another interesting thing from my hamstring injury. I was able to get another perspective from just watching. Um, and I, I think I took away a lot of important things. Um, okay, next question here. 
how would you describe the bonds we have formed in comparison to those on your club team specifically because you play club for PDA? Yeah. Who doesn't know? Um, well, I think in high school it was a lot easier to become friends with everyone since we saw each other like what Monday through Saturday for like two to three months. <laughs> well, for club teams, like you, you have like a lot of on and offs because like after football or I mean high school theater, um, you would go and like play, at least my team we played for like maybe a month and did some tournaments in like really cold weather. But then we'd have the win- winter break, break, and then after that we'd have our like indoor season and then spring season, and then it'd be another break again until high school, you know? Yeah, and so, yeah, I can definitely relate to that too. I yeah. Think, you know, the club season, you definitely make friends a little bit quicker with high school. Um, I don't know what, I can't honestly tell you what it is. I just have noticed that for some reason. Um, I always kind of look forward to, you know, getting back to high school season, even towards the tail end of the club season. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, the proximity, being being around each other, growing up with each other, um, yeah. being stuffed into our team room with one Xbox. So, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I kind of touched on this before. How important do you see uh, that it is to come into the season fit? Um, yeah, I think it, it's very important, especially for us next year, because we're going to have a lot less numbers than we did this year. And even this year, we didn't have that many. So if like we're gonna if we're all fit coming into then like it'd be a lot better than like or we'd like be able to get to the season like tactics and stuff a lot quicker. But yeah. I think if you if you bro- you know, you kinda just mentioned it, if you brush out the, the physical attributes you can definitely have more time to focus on the tactical implementations and like other approaches to the game if you if you put the physical one out before the season even starts. Mm. Especially because you you know the season's short. It's it's over. It's over like that. Okay. Uh, who is the who is the sports icon that has influenced you the most? Whether it be a soccer player or any other. Yeah. Player? Uh, I think growing up, I never really had like a real icon, but I know basically the player that got me into watching soccer in the first place was actually Gareth Bale, and I was at he. Made me a Tottenham fan for like two years. Oh, the truth comes out. Yeah, well, I started watching. Oh, the don't tell that to Fed. Oh God. Real Madrid, and he scored all those goals and like, you know, got Player of the Year. And I, I always looked up like to that because we were both like left footed, footed, and as a kid, that was like basically all I would do is, everything was just on my left foot. I practically didn't even have a right foot until like eighth grade. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's interesting because I, you know, as soon as you said Gareth Bell, one thing that came to mind for me was just his goal. I think it was a it was a bicycle kick in the Champions League. Oh, well, I no, that that was I don't like him anymore because <laughs> now I'm a Liverpool fan and that was not good. You know? So all that all that busting on Fed about Tottenham all season when they were losing to Brighton Hove and Albion, and you were a closet yeah. Tottenham fan. Yeah, but I stopped in like twenty. It was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen or like twenty fifteen, something like that. Ah, uh, his I can't see his screen right now, but I'm sure he's just losing his mind. Great, great. Harold, I'll let that go. <laughs> Heads up. All right. Um, what was your favorite high school goal so far? If you if you can remember any. Um. Well, I mean, it definitely it has to be the the first goal or official first official goal I had against Holy Cross. 
because it was on our first ever game and it just made it even better because there were two or three actually three kids on that team that were on my club team and so like in my first high school game scoring and winning against them like that was definitely even one of my favorite games too yeah you, that's you, a good feeling too you were so excited that you you celebrated and did a flip before you even scored the goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously can't see right now, but that was our goal of the year, voted goal of the year. Uh, it was our first goal of the season. You got a ball on the right side, came in, keeper came out hard, took him out. Uh, he was able to just dink it past him, and then you know got taken out, and did a, a little bit of a, a barrel roll over the keeper. So yeah, I didn't know that happened. So when we watched it the first time in uh, uh, like the after films i didn't even know that happened i was like <laughs> i didn't even know that was me i was so confused <laughs> what were you thinking like it's coming up like this is my goal this is my goal and you're like who's that who scored that goal well, i didn't even know it was my goal either i don't think you ever even said that i just when i saw it happen i was like who? i even said i'm pretty sure i said who was that <laughs> <laughs> you know he, you mentioned it before too it's a good feeling like you're going to start to know these kids, whether it's through club or just playing them so many times. But the feeling of just like beating, beating this kid's team, like it's a very good feeling and you're going to want to hold on to that. Specifically Holy Cross, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, uh, what gets you pumped before a match, whether it be music or... Um, well, definitely a factor is the pregame talks that you and Chase and Alex said. Main, mainly chase like banging the chair but um i also think being able to like for away games sitting on the bus and just listening to music it, it got me like focused and game ready i think that's what really helped the most dare, dare i ask what type of music it is or? <sighs> no it's, i don't know it's, it's not, a soundtrack it's to being liverpool <laughs> no i definitely think it's better than like Back when we would have away games, and Matt would just try to touch Geo or something, like just yeah, just the full round in the yeah, yeah. I, I think that's so a part of the game. I'm glad you asked that question, Ant, because we, we've been asking that question of a lot of guys, and you know, um, and even with when we we're talking to Travis, Travis was talking about you know this focus for the game starts you know four days ahead of the game, um, and and that's that's difficult to implement in high school because you've got you're not just playing football, you're, you're playing. You're, you're, you're doing clubs, you're, you have school all day. Um, so the ability to kind of find whatever that is to focus. And I think a lot of kids listen to music and, and it's great if it works, but for a lot of kids, I think it's just something to do. So finding that element that, um, and, and early on for you, like getting pumped on the bus and things like that, finding that is incredibly important. It gives you a huge edge. I mean, you're driving, playing three, four games a week, driving out 45 minutes to Riverside, getting off a bus, having sometimes with the way our bus drivers, you know, get us there, occasionally you have 20 minutes to get ready uh can you focus and get ready yeah i think listening to music like kind of keeps me calm and keeps me like thinking about the game you know one thing i was always told at least their memory from my freshman year was to visualize the game you know what you're going to do um what tackles you're going to make a goal you're going to score a pass you're going to make you know visualizing i feel like that in addition to music or whatever it may be for you um could definitely get you in that mindset whether it be 10, 15 minutes before, the night before. It could be a week before if you're imagining this game. Um, definitely, I think. But that's that's a technique that I think should be utilized by pretty much everyone to get themselves like, game ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and this whole thing actually kind of funnels into my last piece of advice, 
which you kind of mentioned it before, you know, the, uh, the locker rooms, things, whatever it be. Um, you had mentioned the idea at the start of the year to find like our own kind of, our own kind of ritual. And so just my challenge to like, you know, the freshman is to get involved in creating what that ritual is. Um, you know, whether it be slamming a chair, if that really means it enough to you, or, you know, just something to get, get you all pumped up, I think that you guys can agree on. So I would just definitely keep your mind on about that. If you happen to see a video somewhere that you like, um, just make sure you spread the word and kind of let everyone else know what you're thinking. Yeah, I'll make sure it's something that Carol gets mad about. That's good. That, that'll probably get you guys pumped. Yeah, it probably won't be that hard. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it from my end. Um, good questions. All right, cool. And we'll, you know, we'll end that interview part, you know, the same question, Luke, uh, you know, you've freshman year in Anthony will attest this. It's a whirlwind. You, you, you're going to look back and barely remember some of the stuff. I mean, you barely remember scoring a goal when it happened. So, um, just cause it, the way your brain works, you know, how fast things are and how much is going to happen to you in the next couple of years. Um, it, it flies by and it's going to change and things are going to be different. You're going to see things that you did this year differently and, and it's going to evolve, but, you know, you had your first year, um, unfortunately cut short, obviously, by the, the the pandemic and how crazy that's been. But based on your experience of playing that full season, what advice would you give to little Lucas uh, Sample freshman coming in day one? Uh, definitely the same thing he was saying about not being nervous and also not, not like, being scared. Because I feel like I remember at the beginning of the year, I, like, I felt like I couldn't speak up almost just because, like, I was new. I just came in. I probably have no idea what I'm talking about because, you know, everyone else has been here for two, three years. Yeah, I, I know it's tough, but I think it's something maybe we need to do a better job of making players feel comfortable with it. Because, we're you know, just because we don't take, you know, don't do what you said we should, you think we should do, doesn't mean we don't take it into account. It's, not, it's definitely not that we're not thinking about it. Um, but it's hard when you're a freshman. You see all these guys. You see like a Chase Sempervivi or Anthony Cerdo, you know, captains that have been there for four years. Um, but there, there's ways you can do it, and 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 getting that early and getting involved early is going to, you know, not only benefit you and you know being a better person, you know, being more comfortable, being able to speak out for yourself, and just developing life skills. But it's going to make the program better. You know, um, you walked in as a varsity starter, you know, day one, basically, you know, with the the losses we had and, and the talent you have. Um, you have something to bring and you got to think that you got to have that mentality, whether it's your voice, whether it's something you help with film, whether it's filling up water bottles on the sideline, everyone's got a role to play. Uh, and everyone has something that's special that can make this program better. And, you know, so there's to definitely, I like that advice to just speak up and, you know, bring whatever you've got, add to it. You know, the, the yeah. one plus one equals three concept is, is really important, um, in, in a team sport. Well, I think doing the winter league back in eighth grade and the summer stuff before the season even started, it, it definitely made me very like comfortable. I wasn't uncomfortable to like do do my stuff. I just felt like I I was just since I was new, I, I would just do what I had to do, and I didn't really like speak out towards for like team tactics or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 intimidating, definitely is. But I I think you came around. I think you did a good job with it towards the end. We definitely. We heard from you, um, and and yeah, like for us having you in as an eighth grader, um, doing the indoor stuff and doing the summer stuff was was nice because you know we got to you got to know the guys, 
we got to see you play and see what you, you had in the summer and uh, see ways we can integrate you into the team. And it's not just like August, you know, what 14th, whatever we show up and it's like, all right, what does he have? Oh, he, I heard he's a good player in middle school. That really doesn't give us, give us much to go on. It's like, Oh, that's, that's good. That's nice to hear. But what can he do? He, he plays well. All right. So you and, you know, Marath and, and you guys getting in early definitely gave us a head start and getting you ready for it. So that was, you know, definitely something to, to suggest to some of the younger guys thinking about, you know, joining the program. I think that brings up a good point too. Is like, it's, it's tough for the seniors to necessarily like establish a connection with the eighth graders that are coming in. Um, but the freshmen, I mean, you guys are in the best position to do that. You know, you've been through your first year now, um, especially through, through things like this and reflection. You, you know what to expect. So I think if you kind of either have a connection or if you establish a connection with the eighth graders, I think that they'll feel more comfortable when they come in. And in turn, that'll just, I feel like it, it'll make them feel more comfortable and you know, more likely to speak up when they feel some way. Yeah, and they don't, they don't know. You know, I think, uh, I think we get a bad rep uh, as a sport that people think like, oh, soccer's just running. But you guys know from, you know, how, how many times were we really there's a practice or two where we, you know, we did some conditioning stuff, but most of the conditioning we're going to do is you got a ball, you're playing, you're playing the game, but everyone thinks it's, Oh, all you guys do is run three, four miles and you do this, that, other thing. So kids are intimidated and you guys having that experience to see what it's really like can go and tell them and be like, Hey, no, it's, it's, it's fun. You know? Yeah. I don't think we ever even ran three miles, right? The most we ever did was two miles. The two mile. Yeah. Cause we did the two mile run. It's not even difficult. It's just the fitness test. Yeah. Just, yeah. But it's not really even like a test. It was, uh, yeah. Can you do your legs and, and can you run and yeah. not fall down? Yeah. I feel like people think that time is like an insane time to get, but it was like, what, 16 minutes or something like that? Right? Yeah. When, I, when I'm hitting it in the summer, I think I think we can all, we can all do that. <laughs> Wait, what? I hit it in the summer. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. Which so means I, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I really like that, Ant. You know, I think you you've always been vocal about our, you know, making the connection to the younger guys, and you know, uh, and from you know from sophomore year on, you were always kind of in that position to be a leader and speak to those guys. But but promoting the program, making them realize, you know, it's not what you think. It's not, you know, just run run run. It's not 1992 anymore. You know, it is playing the game and thinking and and all these different aspects that that are enjoyable, and it is playing call of duty zombies at you know six in the morning on a saturday <laughs> or, or having a growl sing karaoke for us before a scrimmage exactly and it's like it's all these little things that contribute to like our team chemistry so like whether it's talking to eighth graders whether it's the, the locker room things um waving to each other in the hallways in school like it's all these little things that improve our team chemistry and i you know i strongly feel that we have one of the one of the best team chemistries you know, at least anywhere around us, um, you know, whether it be in our school, um, amongst any sports, but uh, I think like we're a lot closer um, than your average soccer team. And that's something I think you guys should pride yourselves on and you should kind of always, always strive for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I was going to bring up now that you kind of led into it to kind of wrap things up. Uh, I've really enjoyed this. I know we, you know, it's only been, you know, 40 minutes, but for me, uh, you know, I'm sure Fed and, and Coach Armstrong as well. You know, we um, the season is, is is what it is, and it's awesome, and we enjoy it so much. But even just like the seeing you guys in the hallway, you, know, uh, you guys stopping in for lunch or just talking to you or you know going to events that you guys are at, uh, it, 
know, it, it's weird to not be around you guys. It's weird not to just be talking to you guys and saying hi in the hallway. And, um, you know, whether it's, it's a basketball game, we just see you guys in the stands. Uh, it's weird for us. It's, it's, it's definitely been tough uh, because we have created that atmosphere and we have created that, that family feeling and not be around you guys has been, you know, in addition to all the other craziness, uh, I'm just really glad we got to do this and I got to see you guys for a little bit. Uh, Lucas has been coming to a lot of these and I, you know, I, I try to text you once in a while and we keep in touch, but you know, that face to face is really important. So I'm really happy that we got to do this and uh, see everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, all right. Well, thanks for coming on and uh, you know, we'll, we'll catch up with you guys a little bit. You know, Anthony, we'll, as soon as we get you to Seton Hall, we'll see how that's going and we'll, uh, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll have you back on. <laughs> all right. Cool. Sounds good. Cool. Thanks guys. I'll see you. Thank you. Thank you.